Another episode of Johnson's Idol Podcast, a partner of MoshPitNation.com. This week's guest, it's a good one. It was a rescheduled one because I fucked up and lost the file the first time. It is none other than Mr. Jay Gordon of Orgy. And Justin, Daniel Terry, with some breaking news. I'm doing good, man. Yeah, I was excited to sit there and I was excited to, to hear you, you know, talk to Jay Gordon. And it was a great nine minutes of you guys exchanging, <laughs> exchanging formalities. And he's like, no, I love you, John. No, I love you, Jay. No, I love you, John. And it was great. I loved all of it. But, uh, yeah, only nine minutes, man. So, uh, yeah, I felt so bad, too, because I texted you, and I didn't want to know what the answer was because <laughs> I was like, I was like, how long is this Jay Gordon interview? Because, I mean, you did the one with Incubus, and that was only like 15 minutes. So, you know, yeah. I was like, it's possible, but it sounds like he had a pretty good conversation. So, uh, I'm not sure what happened there, uh, and then yeah, unfortunately. But you know, it was fortuitous to me because uh, now I got to talk to Jay Gordon as well. So yeah, that was a uh, that was that was a lot of fun for sure. You got a shot at Skila for the old episode that uh, didn't happen. So R.I.P. to that episode. Yeah, God rest your merry soul. Ooh, that's good. And. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, really appreciative that Jay decided to to do it. I, I remember after Dan sent me that text, I texted Jay and I was like, "Dude, I, I'm so sorry, but like, I lost like all of the the conversation. Something happened to the file. You know, can we redo it again? If if you are interested in doing it again, and he couldn't have been nicer. He was like, "Yeah, sure, just let me know and we'll do it again, no problem." And I mean. Dude's busy. He's gearing up for a tour. Got tour rehearsals, as you'll hear in the conversation. He was literally on his way to pick up his daughter, or his kids in general, and you know, in, in daddy mode and so forth. And but still gave us an hour. And it was one of those things where I mean, he could have just been like, "No, nah, man, you had the you had one shot. I gave you like an hour, hour and a half, and you kind of fucked that up." And no, <laughs> right? No, it was really cool. But he such a chill dude and just appreciative and, and cool. Like, I don't know, man, he was just smooth as ice and, uh, I love that. And I totally understand dad mode. So I'm surprised he, uh, you know, took the time, you know, despite all that. Cause like, I mean, honestly, John, if you'd called me when I was on my way to pick a kid up and you're like, no, we got to get this interview done right now. I'd have been like, I'm sorry, dude, it's not going to work. You know, like, <laughs> so I understand, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by that, that he, gave us an hour and, and answered all of our questions, you know, even whenever I asked him if he was ever going to put out a death metal record, you know, like just some of the stupid questions that I had, you know, <laughs> like, uh, but no, he was, he was, he was cool about it and, you know, um, got a few chuckles out of him. So I felt like I was like, you know, like a, a kid in high school or whatever, like a freshman in high school, like where I was like, okay, Dan, like this guy's really cool. Like, you know, he's, he's really easy to talk to and, you know, just like talking him up. And then I was like, and then when we got off the phone with him, like we were both, I was like, "See, I told you he was cool and easy to talk to," and I mean, like it, it sounds really childish to sit there and be like, "Oh, 
you know, he, he's so easy to talk to, but I, I think, you know, Dan can attest. And I think anyone who, who does podcasts or interviews people sometimes, that's not always the case. No, it's definitely, you hear the phrase, don't meet your heroes a lot. And, uh, you know, I've definitely experienced that. Me and John have both experienced that with the same person on different <laughs> podcasts. So like, that person you know, wasn't it's my hero, but yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Uh, he was for me though. So it was, it was pretty disappointing, uh, overall. But, uh, you know, it definitely, I've, I've had situations like that where, like, you realize that the person that you're talking to, because my favorite thing about doing these interviews is getting to know the person behind the persona. Yeah. And there are some people that just can't um, turn off that persona, you know, and it's, 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 it's scary. It's kind of a gamble going in because you're like, you know, am I getting Jay Gordon or am I getting Jay Gordon of Orgy, you know, like, and they should be one and the same. Uh, but you know what you what we got what we got was the dude, and that's that's what was the most important part to me. No, I'm really looking forward to uh, catching them in Detroit. Hopefully, on the uh, Bring Your Army tour, um, they're doing a, a date here in Michigan, and uh, it's right around my birthday. So I know Jay has uh, graciously extended an invite for me and my wife to uh, go and hang out with them and see the show, uh, and it's on a Friday. Very maybe, cool. Maybe it's on a Saturday, even I don't remember. But I know it's it's on a day that I don't have to go to work the next day, which, uh, as an, as a grown adult, I, I very much am appreciative of. Uh, I might be more inclined to uh, to take Jay on his offer, and you know, it, it's in light of all that, it was one of those things like uh, I'm very much looking forward to if, if everything pans out. You know, just getting to hang out with him and talking to him because I feel like, especially after now talking to the guy for like two hours, basically, and, and a little bit before and after. The, con- the actual conversation that it's like I feel like you know there's a little bit of a, a rapport there that makes it a little easier to be like okay like we're just two dudes hanging out like I like what you do but like I don't know it's, that's the very it's still the weird thing for me about doing this podcast uh, and talking to some people and, and some of the relationships that have formed as a result of because it just you know you can't help but still be a fan and still be like man like you know the cliche saying blank your old me would be stoked right now and it's like yeah you know 1998 1999 me is probably just would be like holy shit like how how, first of all how the hell did you even get a hold of him because technology didn't exist but secondly it's like that's just fucking crazy like someone that you you always you know thought was cool and wanted to talk to and, and now here you are and you're getting to Right. Yeah, it's definitely cool. It's hard to keep the fanboy, the inner fanboy under control sometimes, uh, especially for me. You know, a lot of the times, you know, we'll talk to people and I'm just like so weirded out that like because I've heard this person's voice so much in the past. You know, um, it's kind of weird. You know, even even some podcasters that I've talked to or met afterwards, I'm like, holy crap, I've listened to hundreds of hours of your voice I know, at this really point. Weird it's weird to talking to them. It is weird when you get to talk to uh, Joshua Toomey of the Talk To Me podcast, X Primer Fifty Five. Right. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, it's more. Um, that's not who I was talking about, actually. Uh, but uh, Lawrence. No, it's, no, no. It's still. No. No. Getting colder. Oh, getting God. colder. Getting colder. No. Uh, anyway. Uh, no. But what was crazy about it was that. Uh, you know. Like I was, I had no idea what to expect going into this interview because I hadn't, um, I hadn't kept up on Orgy like you had, you know, and you know, kind of. I always thought that they were a really cool band, but you know, like as we discussed in the interview, you know, a lot of the times you miss those press releases, or you miss those uh, those announcements and stuff. So like, a lot of people, their reaction is like, "Oh wow, I didn't even know that Orgy was." Uh, I didn't even know that Orgy was, you know, a band 
still, you know, or that they were doing anything. So it's like, no, they are very much alive, and Jay Gordon's about to tell you all about it, you know. Well, <laughs> and that was that kind was of the cool. thing too that was kind of interesting is like, you know, I was like, yo, check out the the, the last record they put out, and then you know, you're like, wow, this has got really good hooks and, and good songwriting, and I was like, yeah my favorite song off of that record and maybe of orgy's catalog is, is toxic. And it's, you know, a song that's only three or four years old, but like off the last record. And, you know, when you have like 20 some odd years with a record, it's easy for one of those songs to be your, your go-to favorites. But I think it speaks to the fact that Jay as a musician is, has evolved and been able to stay current and just write good songs. And, you know, if, if a lot of people haven't found the music, that's unfortunate, but I think, you know, that's the beautiful thing about music is sometimes like, you know, in your case, they were on your radar, then they kind of fell off. And, and now, you know, you're, you're aware of the music that's out and able to enjoy it. And that's kind of the beauty of like having, you know, Spotify or Apple Music and doing some of these things is you get to learn about the music that you missed out on that is really good. Right. Yeah, for sure. And now it's like I've got some orgy releases to listen to that I didn't know exist. So it's like having new music already, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, new music and looking forward to things, let's get into our conversation with Jay Gordon of Orgy. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? It's going good. I like the ambience music you got going. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> had the radio on. Just came to pick up my uh, my kid up here. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I missed a couple of your calls. No, I just missed one. That's fine. I... And I think I had. I think yeah. the funny thing that freaked me out too is uh, when I called the last time because we just did a conversation with Chuck Billy from Testament. So I think I accidentally had yeah. him on the line too. So I was like, "Oh shit, I need to hurry oh. up." Because <laughs> yeah, everybody... I know Chuck pretty well. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I've been... known Chuck for years. That'd have been interesting. Yeah, we got to talk to him about his uh, new line of uh, weed pens and shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's killing it at that business, isn't he? Yeah, it seems like actually. So I have the pleasure of talking with Jay Gordon once again. Sadly, the last conversation got eaten up by the virus gods of the Mac. Uh, thanks again for coming on <laughs> and deciding to do this again with me. Yeah, no worries, man. No worries. Uh, so one to start off, uh, Army to Your Party. It's been doing really well as your lead-off single for your, your new album, Hashtag New Music. Uh, you thanks, know, man. Yeah, it's doing good. When uh, what exactly is the new album coming out? I, I still don't think I've seen a release date for the new album. Hashtag new music. That's because currently there, there there isn't one. Uh, you know, like we we we've, we've uh, kind of revamped a bunch of stuff and uh, decided to you know go some different directions. You know, it's a uh, it's definitely heavier. You know, there's a lot of really good songs on it, and we're just trying to make it all kind of you know it's it was so like scattered out you know all over the place since it had been recorded in so many different eras <laughs> you know so so we kind of just uh kind of just uh you know streamlined some things and made it you know it's definitely better and, and uh you know i want to make sure all the songs are there you know no matter what what style it's going to be you know because you know there's no such thing as a lane for us so yeah i definitely would agree with that over the band's discography 
Uh, do you think the yeah. Army to Your Party is, is indicative of where the, the album is kind of going with, with the changes that have been made recently? I mean, yeah, no, you know, like <laughs> it, it, it's tough to say, cause, you know, that's kind of like, a, you know, I mean, that's the first single, but uh, it was pro- it's probably one of the uh, the older ones, you know, as far as that goes. Uh, the newer stuff is, is, uh, is different, you know, but, uh, but, you know, there, there's, there's moments where, uh, you know, it, it, it touches on that, you know, so, so, you know, yeah, there's, there's some bits and pieces, you know? Yeah. I'm really interested, though, your your new tour, Bring Your Army Tour, starts uh, August 17th. <laughs> so say that one more time. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I was going to say your new tour, uh, Bring Your Army Tour, starts on August 17th. Uh, what can fans expect from the set, you know, with there being such a long history with the band? Uh, we're definitely playing some new, some new music, you know, from, uh, you know, no pun intended, but we're definitely playing some new new songs uh from the record and stuff like that on the uh uh you know on the tour so you'll you'll uh you'll definitely uh get to see some new music uh stuff like that so uh and some new members actually so yeah i'm very much uh looking forward to seeing this this tour i have haven't seen you guys uh wow uh <laughs> i think since around 98 99 so it's been a long time since i've seen you guys yeah. so i'm very much looking forward to actually getting to hear Stuff off of, uh, like, your last record, Toxic. Uh, I think, uh, you know, last time, like, when we had the conversation, I it, I was really surprised at how well that record was, considering, you know, you guys constantly have evolved from, you know, from Candy Ass to Vapor Transmissions to, you know, everything along the journey. Are you kind of surprised at how, yeah. at how well or the how the album seemingly was kind of overlooked is is, is, is that kind of disparaging when you, you put so much into a record and it just kind of seems to not have it you know the reception maybe you wanted uh well i mean you know i'm pretty pretty stoked overall you know like uh you know uh, people have received uh, the new songs pretty good and uh you know like you know it's, it's still a surprise for some people you know that didn't realize we were even like back so it's kind of hard to get the word out there a lot you know it's, it's harder these days i feel you know since things are just so spread out you know but uh i think uh you know i'm happy overall i think uh you know after this tour we'll see a lot, a lot of good things happening and uh you know some of these new songs are uh you know i feel like uh i've done better on this record than all the others you know and so i think uh I think we might have some really good singles uh, coming on this record, and I think that people will receive them pretty well, you know. So, you know, overall, I'm, I'm happy with, you know, the uh, reception we're getting. So, Well, and something that you'd said, too, was that, you know, it's it's harder to get the word out, which is definitely true, um, especially, like, with what me and John do on podcasting and stuff. And it's it's kind of sad that we live in such a connected world that it has to be that way, but it's almost like people are just oversaturated with information, to the point yeah. where you know you make an announcement or something and nobody really hears it. Exactly, like you know, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like split ends. You know what I mean? Like you know, people just, uh, you know, they they follow a channel and then all of a sudden it's boom, they're on, they're off to the left. And you're going to the right, and uh, so it's kind of hard to, you know, you know, uh, corral everyone and get them to, you know, get on the same page. So. But, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. So you just got to deal with it, you know, accordingly. Yeah, you know, I kind of, you know, kind of going back and looking at, you know, Candy Ass, the record, 
it's something that you know I've always noticed. You know, being a fan of rock music and so forth is is there's a long-standing trope of rock bands covering you know popular songs. You know, Van Halen did it with you know You Really Got Me and and so forth. And you know, you guys came out first with Blue Monday, and I kind of had wondered you know with you know Bad Wolves having success with you know the cover of the cranberries hit uh zombie was that something that you know you guys went into knowing that you know from a label perspective or maybe a label was like hey you know if you guys were to do a cover song it might lead to some you know kind of help push some people into getting into your band because it's a song that's you know people know or you know how did how did the cover for blue monday come about yeah, it just, uh, um, there, there was a couple of them that uh, we were messing around with at the time, and uh, it was going to be that song, uh, uh, Something Going On, which is like, a, like the chick from Ava, she oh, made, whatever her name is, I forget her name, but uh, that one, so we were going to like cover that song, we started playing around with that, and then once we got up to start making the record, uh, you know, I, I've been listening to a lot of like, I don't know, 80s songs. Uh, just because I, I wanted to cover something from that era, you know, and uh, so so Blue Monday came about and decided to do that song. It was had nothing to do with labels or anything, and you know we weren't even sure how they were going to receive it actually. So uh, you know they loved it and it worked out. So heard it on K Rock last night, so we did something right. On that <laughs> one. So, uh, was there yeah. ever? a thought to maybe do another cover for the vapor transmission sessions at all? No. I mean, you know, people have always said, like, you know, oh, you should do this song, you should do that song, you know. And, uh, you know, prior to Prince dying, I did, uh, uh, with, with a buddy of mine, I did a version of, uh, of um, what was that song? Um, Doves, you know, when Doves when cry. Doves cry, yeah. I, I did a version yeah, I did a version of that with him just for fun, you know, and, and it was just silly. We were just like drunk one night and we decided to, to do that. And uh, But no, I, you know, I, I'm good on the covers after that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like if you want to go see a cover band, you know, there's probably a bar within a 20-minute radius, you know. And if, if the goal is to get your own original vision out there, um, I think people are sometimes a little too quick to jump on. Oh, well, they did this cover song and that's the only song, you know, like, it's very easy. Like if you look at a band like um, Alien Ant Farm that kind of gotten well, almost a little too well known for a cover song. Um, right. So. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, you, you, you can't you, you can't knock them as musicians or anything for doing that. Like, you know, I mean, cause they're, they're they're really good musicians, you know, and I mean, I mean just knowing those guys personally. And uh, but, you know. It sucks when uh, when that happens. Luckily for us, you know, we, we had a couple of other, you know, uh, big songs, so it worked out all right, you know. Yeah, for sure. And and that's, you know, to go back to the Alien, Alien Ant Farm thing, I loved their debut record, and it used to always just piss me off because I'm like, dude, check out this song, this song, this song, and this song. And they'd be like, oh, well, you got that Smooth Criminal covered. I'm like, you know, I mean, yeah, it's on there, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they never really thought that you know that was going to be like you know, the, the, you know, the, you know, the end game. You know what I mean? Like, and so you know, that sucks when when that kind of stuff happens. But you never know how it's going to go in this in this business. You know, something that you had said previously in a, in in our last chat that I thought was 
just a, a really interesting story was, uh, and I'm going to try to ask you to retell it without giving it away, but just the how you did the scratch track for on a corn song that they were covering a song that became kind of popular for them. Could you, could you retell that for us, please? Right. Well, you know, uh, you know, I, I listen to a lot of like hip hop stuff. I, I work on a lot of those kind of records, like beats, whatever, you know, like I, I do a lot of that stuff. And, and, uh, so I've always been into it, you know, um, but, uh, the, you know, corn had asked me to, uh, to come up, uh, to the, Malibu Ranch and do or Indigo Ranch actually, sorry, but uh, they asked me to come up there and do um, Chino's part for um, uh, the Wicked song that they did with with uh, you know Chino and so so I had to get up there so the band could get through the song real quick and then he was flying in I guess the next day to to do his part so I just did like the, the scratch track for it you know just kind of ran through it with the band and. Uh, uh, you know, I, I still say something at the beginning of the song that Ross Robinson decided to keep on there, which is kind of funny. And uh, I was doing like some silly Christopher Walken impression, and then uh, they kept that on there. Were you and, the uh, one that said yeah, we got cool. one in mixes in the headphones? Is that you? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's <laughs> funny. That is funny because I sometimes, uh, obviously, when we have to do podcasts and listening to headphones stuff, I'll I'll say that just as a joke, like we got running mixes in the headphones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I I didn't know that was you. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, funny because uh, I, we were supposed to play this. Uh, well, we're still playing the same festival, but I've been talking to Jonathan uh, yeah, about coming up and doing revival with us since we were playing the same festival and all, but he's playing like a couple of days before us or something like that. He's playing like Friday or Saturday and we're playing Sunday. Ah. So that kind of like washed that one out. But uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, those, those guys have always, you know, kind of been around and, and, and you know, they, they, they paved the way for us, certainly like Jonathan and, you know, in particular, he got, he, you know, he got me started in this whole game. So very, always grateful to jd for everything he's done you know you know it was kind but, of uh, kind of interesting dan was making a comment earlier about uh the queen of the dam soundtrack because we were just kind of talking about how soundtracks used to be a really viable option for bands and people to get their music out and i recently had heard that jonathan was finally performing some of the songs off of the queen of the dam soundtrack so you know what was what was it like, you know, being invited to, to, you know, be a part of that soundtrack? Because, I mean, that's honestly, I think outside of maybe the Dracula 2000 soundtrack, that's one of the last big soundtracks that featured a lot of metal bands on it. Yeah, uh, it was cool. It was, it, was, it was really cool. Like I said, you know, like JD's always been uh, very pivotal in uh, my career. And that was like, you know, like he's, he's always been there to, uh, you know, just, you know, give me like a boost for some reason, like, you know, just kind of worked out timing wise. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, a uh, it was a political thing. Uh, he, the reason why he couldn't, uh, he wasn't allowed to, um, you know, he wrote all those songs that everyone sang on and, um, he wasn't allowed to uh, perform them on the record. He was allowed to do them on the, the in the movie, but yeah. not, not yet. Yeah, exactly. But not on the soundtrack. So, you know, um, he gave me the first choice and I was like, I definitely want to do this song, having no idea that it was going to be the song in the movie. But um, yeah, it ended up working out pretty good. And, uh, you know, it was cool. Very cool. 
Yeah, that's definitely one of the best, like John was saying, one of the best soundtracks just in that, you know, that used to be a, a really a big vehicle uh, for a lot of bands. And so, yeah, that was actually the question I was going to ask um, was, you know, obviously, I guess you answered it already that John had done all of the uh, he had written all the songs and then he just had basically his friends come in and, and, <laughs> and sing all of them. And uh, yeah. but that was definitely one of the one of the better one of the better parts of the soundtrack um, was getting to hear just kind of that diversity. But, um, you know, going, sure. going back to um, the whole blue Monday thing, which I'm not going to focus on that, but it was kind of the same thing, you know, for me, like I had said about the alien ant farm is I like loved candy ass as an album, you know, and like the cover song was cool, but you know, did you ever, did you ever really hit any flack or, or kickback from people where, you know, they're, they're just, so focused on that one song versus you know the rest of the stuff that you guys had on display because you had an original sound obviously but um was it was it frustrating i guess for you to to kind of get that kind of uh reception uh sometimes you know um more 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 or less uh you know like big joy division fans and like uh you know the, the you know some of those people were just like you know how could you do that that song is like so sacred and I'm like yeah I don't I don't I don't even get where you're coming from but like you know I'm sure that the uh, those guys were pretty you know New Order uh, was were, were pretty happy because they all got like new houses and stuff like that from it so I was like okay <laughs> you know whatever yeah you, you just like you know you gotta just blow that stuff off you know so. I, I, you know, I, I don't really care one way or the other. Personally, like, you know, if I never had to play it again, I'd be stoked just because I'm so sick of it. But, you know, it's just one of those songs, you know. I jump out in the crowd and let let the crowd sing it now, and uh, it's cool that way, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, actually yep. kind of speaking to, the, to that, you know, I don't think a lot of bands think about some of the songs they might have to play 20 years down the line. Is there something off of Candy Ass that, like, maybe you haven't played in a while that you really enjoy that you would kind of like to dust off and maybe get it back into the rotation? Um, well, you know, every once in a while we play Pantomime, which is which is kind of cool. Uh, people love that one, and uh, that's cool. And um, you know, Gender, we used to play that a little bit. You know, that maybe that one, you know, we could we could revamp or or something. You know, just kind of. I, I what I'd really ultimately like to do is uh, do like some kind of medley where we just kind of like roll through like five or six of them in a few minutes, and uh, I, I think that's uh, very likely to happen in the near future. So that could happen. So we 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 as Orgy fans shouldn't hold our breath to a, a twenty year anniversary show at some point at the tail end of the year. Uh, I, I, you know, that, that I don't exactly know, um, you know, the, the possibility, you mean with the original lineup or something like that? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. original lineup or not, I mean, just as a whole, like, you know, the, the, the tough thing is sometimes as a fan of, as a fan of bands, you know, a lot of music and certain albums and so forth, there becomes this fine line of, you know, a lot of bands will do a anniversary tour or a couple of shows or whatever, and as a fan, it's always great to see because, you know, that's an album that everybody either came to love or is seminal or whatever moniker you want to put on it. But then, you know, it kind of becomes this thing, too, where in some instances it's it's a band kind of doing a cash grab kind of thing, it seems, you know, because there's obviously good money to, to 
see a band perform an album from like you know that everyone loves but i i definitely don't yeah i don't some i don't know how it is from from the from your perspective where it's like you know i'm trying to move forward so trying to look at something from 20 years ago and, and reperform something i already did and supported for two three yeah, years i'm not I, I, about that so it's, like, know, it's kind of hard know, to I'm ask not, that yeah i'm not opposed to, to any of you know any of the aforementioned I'm, I'm you know it's, it's more like uh uh you know getting people on the same page i i think or or whatever or you know but i'm not opposed to uh playing some uh or something like that you know we we, we we talked about it. Uh, I think I think uh, with getting new members acclimated, we had to we had to get them up to uh, up to par on uh, what we what we need to play. Usually, you know, which is more like newer stuff and things like that. So I think uh, you know maybe part way through this tour, if we can get everybody learning uh, some of the other songs, then maybe we could uh, play some more of that since it is that you know 20th anniversary thing. Uh, but it's definitely been mentioned and brought up a few times and. Um, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility, you know, and, and, and you know, as far as, uh, you know, doing anything with the, with the, you know, old members or anything, you know, like I, I'm not close to, to any, any ideas, you know? Yeah. I mean, so. it's, it's always kind of tough to when, you know, there's the whole, is it worth revisiting a record that, you know, potentially a band toured a shitload on, in the past but then if the band's not all intact then you know that adds another layer of difficulty to it but you know sometimes yeah you know you know what i mean yeah i was gonna say just in light of though of like you know vinnie paul passing away and you know not being able to and i'm not saying a pantera reunion ever would have happened with the the members that were around but it's like it's one of those where sometimes when you see shit like that all you see is a lot of people going like well now it never can happen because another another death happened or whatever that it just makes me wonder if you know you as the people in the band just kind of like go to each other and be like you know whatever issues there may have been let's squash the shit and just be like let's just fucking get in a room again and, and just have fun creating the music that we did that touched so many people. Right. Yeah. No, you know, I think everybody's comfortable with what they're doing now. You know, I, I mean, I think everybody's doing pretty well, um, you know, with, with new projects and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I produce a lot of records and, and things like that. You know, I got some, some new bands coming out pretty soon that are really, really good. You know, I'm just kind of focusing on that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not that I wouldn't do it, you know, and it's, you know, as far as there being like, you know, um, a desire for people, you know, like if, if the need was there, like I'm sure that, uh, you know, it, there hasn't been so much talk about it where it's just like, you kind of have to do it or, you know, either, you, either make the decision to do it or not do it. I, I don't think that's, uh, that's just, that's just not really come up that much, you know what I mean? So, right. but it's, you know, it's not, not beyond the, you know, realm of possibility, like I said. Well, and speaking to um, new music, you know, I one thing I've noticed about Orgy throughout the years has just been kind of there's always, you know, we never get the same album two times in a row, you know, and, right. you know, there's there, there seems to just be so much focus on, you know, introducing new styles. Was there ever a style of music or a direction that you wanted to go into, but it just didn't come to fruition? Or was there anything you wanted to do that just for whatever reason you weren't able to? Um, not, 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 you know, some, uh, some things that, 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 uh, 
maybe we didn't get to touch enough on, but I think uh, we've pretty much covered the gamut as far as, uh, as introducing, <laughs> you know, new styles. And, and, and especially with, with, you know, since it's always been like kind of a, you know, electronic meets rock kind of a situation, I think that, uh, you, you know, like, like, like you can never get, and you know, too much of uh, the EDM thing in there because it's, it changes so much, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, we didn't like... Didn't just go like crazy dubstep meets rock, you know, or anything like that. Um, even right. even dubstep is split off into so many different, you know, subgenres of that, and you know, bass music and whatnot. You know, I think it's uh, just just learning it all. Like I, I like to at least know what I'm doing. You know, when I when I when I do incorporate that kind of music, like you know, I don't just like throw throw like a like a dubstep sample in there and just be like, you know, there you go. You know, but um, I definitely. Uh, uh, I definitely uh, like to know how to make it, you know, as I'm doing it. And there's, there's just so much of that, uh, so many like subgenres going on that like learning how to do all that is just like kind of impossible, <laughs> you know? Right. So, uh, but you know, that's what these, these, these young guys do, man. They, they you know, they, 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 uh, they, uh, they're good at it, you know? And, and uh, so, you know, that's their, that's their world. You know, I just like to know how to do a little bit of it so in case I want to incorporate some of it into the song. Right. But, so, uh, yeah. so yeah. what you're telling me is there's not an orgy death metal album on its way. I love some death, death metal. Don't get me wrong. You know, like I, I think uh, I think on this record, you know, we, we kind of address a lot. Of, uh, you know, we we kind of address an industrial thing that hasn't happened. Uh, you know, really happened as, as as much as it should have. So, so in a sense, when you when you say that, it was kind of funny. The first thing that did come into my mind, although I went on this other tangent, uh, you know, uh, people used to like throw us in with this industrial thing, and really, we never really did most of that. You know, and so I think now you're going to hear a lot more of those elements, uh, you know, like, like there are a few songs, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I'm pretty stoked about that actually. And it's like, it, it feels good because nobody's really doing that. So there you go. I just, uh, I just threw that one at you. So we'll Perfect. see, we'll see how many bands start doing industrial music again. I'm just playing. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of speaking to bands doing older things and kind of repurposing them, I guess. You know, it's always yeah, been interesting. Kind of has to be done. No, for sure. And I mean, what's the old saying? Every 20 years, something old is new again. I mean, we're starting to see it now. The yeah. 90s are coming back real hard. So I figure the new metal sound is, is on its way back because, I mean, that's almost the, the route we're going. Crystal Clear Pepsi and, and now new metal. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing to me is, like, for a while, new metal was a, it was a kind of a dirty word, and anyone associated with the scene was kind of bastardized as a result of having that tag put on them. But it almost seems like now we're kind of coming out of that to where it's cool again, and you're starting you'd, to see... you'd be you'd be surprised you'd be surprised like you know like like you know I, I mean I, as soon as somebody tagged that new metal thing, I think everybody that played that particular style of music was like, "What? That's what this is called?" Oh, <laughs> like you know, and it was kind of like you know, uh, so and then it just became you know. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of like you know the, the whole grunge thing. You know, it's like. It's like, what is that? You know what I mean? And so anything that came from Seattle, I, I, that was the last thing I wanted to hear. There was like two bands that did that really well, and Allison Chains being one of them, and I was a big fan of that singer and stuff like that and, uh, and that band in general. But uh, 
you know, I mean, it was, it, that, that was, you know, it's definitely got its, uh, that, like its footprint, you know, for, for, for that, for that grunge thing or whatever you want to call it. And then it's like, you know, this new metal thing is kind of like, you know, the corn thing, but like, you, you'd be surprised at how many bands right now, like I'm producing a band, uh, right now that, uh, uh, that, that definitely has, uh, some, some of those moments and they're sick as hell at it. And, and uh, I'm kind of glad that, uh, some of that is coming back, you know, what, what, that wasn't my decision to do the band, you know, like I kind of made a, an arrangement with, uh, these guys to produce, uh, some vocals, you know, and, uh, they're friends of mine. And then when I heard the music, I was like, Oh, wow, this, this stuff is crazy. It's, you know, it's, it's like heavy, it's hard. You know, it's like complicated, but it's like, you know, it has that corn vibe and uh, kind of that Deftones vibe. And it was, it's just sick, you know. So, uh, you know, when when the time comes, I'm sure that uh, we'll all be talking about that. But but uh, but there's a lot of bands out there that are uh, doing that, that, that new metal thing, if that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It just kind of seems to be this, this resurgence. And it's kind of fucked up for me because that was one of the first genre or whatever the fuck you want to call it that was one of the first things that was kind of my generation's like stamp on music and so it's weird to see it yeah. come back like all the like 20 years later and be like you you damn kids you don't know <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. more of a thing like have you noticed that like people may have perceived you one way for a long time because of the bad association with new metal but now it's almost like this thing like yeah. oh, you were in a new metal oh oh you were an orgy oh wow we yeah. you know and kind of like people want to fuck with you again like where it's almost like now you're on yeah. again because of you know lasting the shitstorm of trends changing and, and now you have something to offer people who are trying to sound like you already did and have for 20 plus years uh, uh, so, so so yeah it's cool i mean you know i'm stoked about it actually uh uh because then you don't you know it, it feels like you know it, it's cool to let you know, you know that it's cool that people are, 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 you know making what you did before relevant again you know especially for the bands that did it you know like like us being one of the so you know it's all good you know i'm stoked on it yeah i think people just want music that you know heavy music that has feeling in it again and you know yeah. actually has you know memorability because you know when hardcore got popular and, and you know metal and death metal like we said before you know like that stuff's all cool it's all heavy or whatever but i think for the pe for people collectively you know, you kind of want something that you can take something away from and remember and, you know, actually have like earworm songs that you're going to that you're going to be able to sing on your own in the car, you know, and that sort of thing. And um, right, just seeing right. people bring heavy music back to that level is uh, is is a lot um, a lot more indicative of what people actually want out of their music, whether it's, you know, 20 years ago or today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think. Uh... Bands like Bring Me the Horizon are really important uh, to music because, you know, they were like super, super, like just, just hardcore, like, you know, heavy as hell, you know, um, you know, doing like, you know, it, they, they kind of like brought it full circle. They're, they're almost like the new like Linkin Park, so to speak, you know, uh, their songs, are, you know, they're writing really, really good songs, you know, whereas before they were just metalcore and, uh, you know, it was just like heavy stuff, which I love, you know, so don't get me wrong, I love all that metalcore stuff, you know, a lot of those kind of bands. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of those bands that, that kind of, uh, you know, grew out of that phase and uh, they're, they're more into the songs and melodies and structures and stuff like that. So it's cool to see that happen. You know, you talk quite a bit during our conversation about the production side of things and, and working with bands and just kind of taking 
the musical landscape in, you know, is that something you you enjoy more potentially than than kind of working on orgy itself is just kind of being in the career? No, I mean, good. You know, I, I love it all equally. You know, like I, I love doing orgy, and, and I, my favorite thing is playing live. You know, that that's always it's always like a good release. You know what I mean? Like that's you know. I have a lot of energy and I always have, and, and, and it's always good to get on stage and, and, and let that, you know, let all that energy out, you know? So that's, that's cool. And, uh, you know, I'll keep doing that until I, I don't feel like that anymore. But, but, you know, the production thing is something that I've always been into pre orgy and, uh, you know, along the way. So what's something, it's all, it's all, it's all the same. What's something production wise that you would, that you would like to do like a dream production type gig for you? Uh, you know, I'm, 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 there's, there's, there's a lot of things that, uh, that I, that I like to work on and I'm kind of doing that, you know, like, like I said, I do everything from like, you know, every once in a while, every once in a while I'm doing, uh, you know, like, like everything from like a rap project to like, you know, some, some, some really heavy bands or some really like, you know, kind of up and comers, some new stuff, you know? So, uh, there's not, there's no. No real dream jobs that that, uh, that I want to do because I think I've covered a lot of that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's all, it's all good, you know. I, I just you know, like anything new, I'm always down to do it, you know. Yeah, I. Uh, so I kind of wanted to, to ask this, just in light of the 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 world we live in, where people are so quick to kind of. I don't even know if you call it a handout anymore, but. You know something that was interesting to me from our from our last chat. It was more so your your answer to this question. But when you guys were launched the crowd funding or crowdsourcing, I don't. I'm still not sure what you call it technically. But when you launched that and it, it didn't succeed, and basically all the music sites ended up running all the stories about it just to basically mock you guys for not. Even though you weren't the first band to not reach your goal, they just made it. They kind of used you as like the scapegoat of being like, "Oh, look at this band that didn't make their their Kickstarter." Yeah. And the thing to me. Yeah. That, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say it was one of those things to me that in in looking at that, it was really fucking weird because it's like there were several other bands that didn't hit their goals in that same time period. But they just seem to to put you on the stake, you and I think Crazy Town, and almost like look at these guys, who do they think they are? And so you know, you kind of had talked in our previous conversation, sort of about the just, and I'll let you say that I'll let you speak for yourself. But you know, that was something you weren't really interested in, but more so to the fact that that it was a position you were put into, not of your own choosing. And then kind of talking about yeah. the the oversaturization potentially of of just that whole gimmick at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was something that uh, that was that, that that you know came up. You know, it was uh, some 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 legal people. You know, it said you know you really need to do this. And then uh, and I was like, ah, you know, I, I just really didn't feel like that. Yes, it's not me to, to to even do stuff like that. But I but I went ahead and did it just. Uh, uh, um, because that, that that was just you know um, an option, you know what I mean. So obviously we made the record, and uh, you know if we, we we funded it ourselves and uh, stuff like that, you know. So you know it sucks that uh, you know people like made us the scapegoat on that one, but uh, you know you gotta, you gotta 
I guess you got to make somebody that, 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 you know, I guess people just had to bitch about something. So, you know, they, 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 uh, they used us for that. I was like, whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Some of the things are really funny actually. So, you know, I'm, you know, people have the right to, everybody's so PC about everything now. So it's like, you know, I just kind of, kind of just let it go. But, uh, you know, it was really never even my idea. I just kind of went along with the, with the program on that one. And, uh, I, in fact, I thought it was a bad idea, but we just did it anyway. And, uh, you know, there you go. <laughs> there must not have been any actual news that day. You know, that's, the, what, the what now? I said there must not have been any actual news that day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nothing else going on, you know. So it's uh, you know, it's 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 really worked out, uh, you know, us doing it ourselves. And uh, I always have an outlet, you know what I'm saying. So I I never needed that as an outlet to to fund records. It was just uh, it was one of those things where uh, you know someone thought it was a great idea to do that, and uh, I I really didn't. And uh, but it but but it didn't really work out. And it worked out to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I think to be, you know, what we were like asking for was like a lot, you know, and, uh, but that's what it takes to make, you know, a good record, do some touring and stuff like that. We've always just been able to do it ourselves. And so we just kind of went with that route and said, you know, and, you know, some things work, some things don't. Well, with the state of the industry right now, I mean, I've, I've been saying for, years that the that the corporate music industry is kind of dying a slow painful death and uh, with that being the case you know bands seem to have to employ a lot of different tactics to promote themselves that they didn't used to have to use and uh i, I guess i just wonder you know for somebody that's been in the game as long as you have you know like how frustrating is that that you know you form a plan and then you do you know you um you know, you, you execute that plan, but almost by the time it's executed, you know, uh, things have changed now to where it's like, well, you can't use this website anymore. Or you, now you have to set up a Facebook instead of a MySpace or, you know, like that. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah. It, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's not even funny. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, social media in general is like, not, you know, I'm not. I'm not like, you know, PD post. I don't post like every five seconds, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't do that. And uh, I mean, I get the, you know, I, I get the viability and all that of it, but uh, it's just not my thing, you know? But, uh, you know, kids are really stoked on it. Like, you know, like the new drummer we got, like he's all over that shit, you know, and that's cool. You know, it's, it's cool. It doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? So, but, you know, it's it's like, you know, I watch everything that's going on and, you know, I understand it all. I know how to do it all. You know, it's just not, I don't know. People just want to know what you eat for breakfast and shit like that. It's like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Right. Like cereal, you know, I don't know, bacon and <laughs> eggs, like whatever the fuck, you know? That's why you just make it something weird, just start posting a bunch of random shit, you know? Yeah, just like, oh, I had, like, you know, pate for breakfast, and, like, you know, I ate some weird, like, salmon for, I don't know, salmon and peanut butter for lunch and whatever, you know? This is Jay Gordon's rock star lunch. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, Pilaf. But... Oh, yeah. I think one of the more funny, the more fun follows on Instagram actually is John Cena because he doesn't. He just posts the most random shit with no explanation. It has typically has nothing to do with wrestling or himself, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen some of that stuff, and that, that, that that's cool actually. You know, it's like 
you, you know, that's like a different twist on, on uh, than what everybody else is doing. You know, like, oh, I did this and my Insta this and my whatever this, you know, it's like, it's silly. It's all silly. But, you know, people are into it. So, you know, I don't knock it, you know, I don't knock it what anybody's hustle or anybody's get down is, you know what I mean? I either fuck with it or I don't, you know? Right. We're kind of going to wrap this up just because uh, I'll let you get back to your time with your kids. But, uh, you know, the new tour starts August 17th in Salt Lake City, uh, ends on September 29th in San Diego, California, and hitting pretty much every major major city uh, in the U.S. Uh, who I'm trying to remember, who else was going out with you? Uh, branded jewels and crowned and motor grader. And, uh, we were potentially going to do some shows with three teeth, but, uh, they're making a record and it just didn't work out timing wise or, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So, so we just, uh, we're taking those guys with us. Awesome. And where can everyone find the band? I don't, I don't think you have many socials, if any, that I could see. I do, you know, it's, it's JG music as far as, uh, you know, the Insta and all that other stuff goes, but, but, uh, you know, um, you know, the Facebook page, uh, orgy, orgy music official and, uh, orgy music.com. Um, and you know, there'll, there'll be updates to all that stuff as the tour is going and, uh, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff. We have, uh, you know, somebody coming out with us to film every show, like a bunch of different camera angles. So at the end, we're going to release some, you know, probably, uh, you know some some really good footage so um it's cool yeah and we'll be doing like daily updates and all that kind of stuff so you know i'll be getting my insta on a lot more during the tour so are you guys we'll, doing, uh, see how that goes are you guys doing a vip meet and greet or anything like that yeah well, absolutely we're doing all that and you know uh people can purchase uh vip stuff through the uh facebook pages and the website and all that stuff so but uh, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of that. Looking forward to it. You know, looking forward to to putting on some great shows. So. And then lastly, what uh, we always end these episodes to a song. So, what would you like us to play it out to, and maybe a little backstory? Uh, as far as like an orgy song, it can be whatever. Um, if you're if you've been jamming a song lately, it could be a wiggle song that maybe you and your daughter have been jamming. <laughs> oh, those fucking songs drive me crazy. Uh, but uh, no, you know, like I mean, you know, if you guys want to play Army to your party? That'd be that'd be a good one. And that was uh, co-produced by uh, uh, a guy named Keaton Prescott, uh, aka Sullivan King, who's a big. Uh, he's 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 like on the rise right now. He's like on that like Skrillex tip. You know what I mean? He's he's definitely uh, you know like a force to be reckoned with uh, as far as like a DJ, you know, producer DJ goes and. Uh, he co-produced a song with us and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that fact. And Critchy Critch, the guy who does the rap section on it, uh, he's doing really well too. And, uh, so yeah, just, uh, that one would be the, would be the track. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time again to do this conversation again. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing no you worries, when you, no uh, when you come out to Detroit. Where it'll be good to meet you guys. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Again. Thanks a lot, man. Good talk. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. You too. So that was our conversation with Jay Gordon of Orgy. And I'm going to take a moment to celebrate this with a nice 20-year port. So smooth and so delicious, just like that conversation. Very much was. I mean, it's kind of like the glass of water I'm drinking. Um, but uh, I, have the, I have the Jesus version over here where it got turned into wine. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, well, you've got the hookup then. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, man, that conversation was was fantastic, and 
one of one of my favorites so far that I've been that I've been able to do with you. You know, I definitely love it when we can both get on and do the interviews. Um, I know it's not always possible. You know, you'll text me at two o'clock in the afternoon and be like, "Can we make this happen?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and I always feel bad because it's like sometimes that's how fast these things happen. It's like you get an email or you send an email in reply to something, and it's like we could do it tomorrow. Does this work for you? And it's like uh, I don't know. Hold on, let me see if Dan can do it. Dan, can you do it? No. Okay. Can we reschedule it? No. Tomorrow's the only date. Fuck. Okay, I'm doing it by myself. Right. Well, that's okay. I mean, you know, in the future, we might even have episodes where I do the interview. That'd be nice. And then I you get know? to say things like, oh, Dan, I really enjoyed when you asked so-and-so about these things. Right. You know, you got a little personal when you asked him if he wanted to play strip poker over Skype. You know, that's you never turned your co-host loose. It's a bad idea. But, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, definitely something that we're looking at to do as well just to make it more interesting but that um no that i I definitely enjoyed that one um i loved i loved how he answered my stupid questions about death metal and you know and again it's like you never you never peg jay gordon for a guy that listens to metalcore but apparently he does and uh that was uh that was new that was news to me you know i think being a producer you have to have like an ear for everything and you know a lot of times in watching, you know, a lot of documentaries and reading a lot of things, it's in somebody, you know, watching or reading a story about how somebody else did something, and it, and it it's, gives them the spark to try to do something different recording-wise. And I think, you know, that's that. And like I said, I think Jay's ability to be into a wide array of genres, I think, has allowed the band to stay fresh and, and, and relevant in as much as they are because I mean it's like where they started off they always kind of have that sound but like there's always kind of been like you know tinges of like 80s kind of goth music there's little bits of industrial you go through there's little bits of like punk music and on the newer stuff it's you know a little bit more more emphasis on pop and you know like even he was saying you know like uh, K-pop music and stuff like that so and EDM and so forth so I mean it's like I think it only services you know Jay and and Orgy as a whole for him to be as diverse as he is in his musical uh, knowledge. Yeah, I've never heard a band go from hard rock to pop like they do, like so seamlessly. You know, and it, it works really well for the band. And um, having that, having that great overall sound anyway, really like it's always an interesting experience. But like it's never so different that it's off putting. Right. If that makes sense, you know, if you if you like the way the band sounds, basically, you can go in all those different directions and be fine with it. Yeah. And uh, and being speaking of being fine with things, we are going to kind of be mindful of your time. Dan's got a child on his arms. Uh, as you heard, Jay was picking up his kids. There's kids in the background. And we're going to get out of here since the episode was a little bit longer uh, than normal. Uh, so if you would like to follow Orgy and Jay, you can find Orgy on Facebook at Orgy Music, on Instagram at Orgy Official, and Twitter as well. And you can follow Jay on Instagram under JG Music. And if you would like to follow our partners at Moshpit Nation, you can find them on MoshpitNation.com. Facebook is Moshpit Nation West, capital M-I. And Twitter and Instagram are simply Moshpit Nation. Dan, where can everyone find you? You can find me at, on Twitter at DiscussMetalDan. You can send me an email at show at gmail.com. <laughs> And uh, you can find my other podcast at www.discussmetal.com. And uh, you can follow The Bean Bastard, our sponsor over at thebeanbastard.com. Pick you up some delicious coffees, 
always great following them on various socials. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at The Bean Bastard. And you can keep up with the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at John's Entitled Podcast. Tweet at us at John's Entitled Pod. And email us at John's Entitled Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on John's Entitled Pod.com. Let us know what you think there. And Dan's going to get into why rating, reviewing, and subscribing is important. We love reviews here on John's Untitled Podcast. And the reason we like reviews is not only do they make us feel good, but they help us get recommended to other people. They help us get more popular. And it's a really great way that you can help us by subscribing and recommending the podcast to your friends, but also by giving us ratings and reviews. Your podcast platform will do that for you. It will actually recommend our podcast to your friends. And that's why we ask for this stuff. Um, We do have a Patreon component as well, but if you don't have the money and you don't want to contribute money, I totally understand that. But uh, a really good free way to help us out, if you want to help us out, is just a rate, review, subscribe, and send us an email every now and again. And speaking of Patreon, you can find us on patreon.com backslash John's Entitled Podcast. Uh, very simple. We have four tiers currently at tier one. It's a dollar donation. Gets you a shout out on the end of an episode. Tier two is a $5 donation where uh, I will reach out to you ahead of time, let you know who we have coming on. And uh, you can send me a question if you would like uh, for the guest, and we will read it on the air during the interview and give you credit for it. Tier three is at $15. Uh, we will basically take uh, step the tier two a step further. And if you, you can have yourself record your audio or maybe even uh, a video if you would like, uh, but regardless, just I need the audio of you actually asking the question, and I will throw it in uh, into the interview so you will literally be asking the question to the person uh, and get an answer back. And uh, plus the perks, you know, from Tier 1 as well of, uh, you know, getting a shout-out, obviously. And the big one at Tier 4, it's a $50 donation. You get to come on here and co-host an episode with Dan and I. Uh, you'll be a part of the intros and outros and so on and so forth and you know we can kind of talk about whatever whatever you may want to uh maybe you know with 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 enough notice i can send you the episode and have get your thoughts on the uh on it as well and you know these are just kind of very basic tier levels you know i i kind of didn't really know what to do for a podcast as far as like what people would want to donate for um like i've been saying you know getting a new logo design gonna get that uh, done and get it on shirts so that'll be an option if that's something you would like to do to support the podcast um, but any donation amount is greatly appreciated uh, at absolute worst like Dan said if you, you don't want to donate monetarily to the podcast that's fine just you know please rate review subscribe every little bit helps the podcast grow and we're just basically trying to grow in all ways uh, if you fo- watch uh, <laughs> if you watch sell it like Sirhan to a million dollar listing New York uh, Ryan Sirhan has a great saying expanding in all expanding always in all ways and that is what we are trying to do here on the podcast expand always in all ways um so help us grow and it's all greatly appreciated so without further ado we're going to end this episode with a song as we always do and as you heard jay pick he wanted us to play the new song army to your party and you can find orgy on the road pretty soon august 17th starts their tour in salt lake city utah and it ends september 29th in san diego california it is the bring your army tour and uh, hopefully I'll be able to go see them out in Detroit, and maybe Dan might be able to catch a date out when uh, they're, if they're going his way. But uh, go catch them if you can, and uh, very much looking forward to seeing these guys. Uh, so we will talk to you next week. Thanks.
Everything to gain, now you're so vain Go and yank your chain Have a hand 